Dragons and Horror Hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How's it going? Happy Throbtober. It's Throbtober! And if I see Van Helsing, I swear I'm going to decapitate him! <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy we're doing this movie. I, I, you know, Throbtober, <laughs> we throw some movies in that really push the, can we count this? Like, last year we did Hocus Pocus and Ed Wood and things like this. Well, I'm like, so, it, we do so many movies, I'm like, it's fun to kind of get some of these in there on the edge of horror. Yeah. I'm so happy we did this, because this is the fucking monster mash with Wolverine as a monster hunter. It's great. How many times have they tried to make the Universal Monsters a thing in this way of, like, big action movie with the Universal Monsters? And it never works. And it's always so funny to watch the movie that's trying to be the first movie in the universe. And it's like, look at all we have set up and what we have coming. And it's the only movie. Oh, dude, they plan to franchise the hell out of this movie, you can tell. Oh, yeah. This, The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Yeah. What, speaking of The Mummy, what's weird is, by the way, Edward Trifecta, which is anything that's written, directed, and produced by Stephen Summers. He yeah. did The Mummy, not the Tom Cruise one, the good ones. Yeah, with the whale. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he did that. And then, I can see similarities. I'm not yeah. going crazy. Um, but, something just clicked better in those movies. Yeah, this one is so weird. Like, it starts out very classic. And it'll go, like, insane. And then it gets, like, Tommy Wiseau came in and directed a few scenes. He goes, okay, bye now. And he leaves the room. Dude, there's so many weird things going on. Like, part of it wants to be, like, Men in Black. Like, this order that's keeping evil at bay at all times, unknown to everyone else. And then, like, part of it wants to be, like, Batman or James Bond. And it's it's an odd mix of everything. And then part of it wants to be a classic Universal monster movie. Part of it really wants that. And is like, gripping onto it, trying. It's like coughing, like, I'm still here! And every once in a while, you still see it. But most of it is drugged down by all the action. Dude, when I was a kid, I was hyped on this movie. Because <laughs> I love monsters. Like, I always loved monsters. Even before right. I was super into horror. Like, the classic monsters. Granted, I wasn't like going back and watching Hammer and Universal too much as a young kid. <laughs> but I loved anything with the monsters, you know? So, so you weren't an <laughs> actual monsters fan. No, I love the monsters. I wasn't 11 years old sitting down watching fucking black and white movies. No, but I was so stoked on this. I'm like, they're all here. I'm like, (laughs) all of them. Like, it's Wolverine. X-Men just came out against all of them. He's a monster hunter. And I'd like to think that I was like film savvy enough to be like, this wasn't great. But no, when this came out and I was a kid, this was the shit. I thought this was great. I'm so glad you've brought up Hugh Jackman Wolverine thing, because every single time he screams in this movie, it's just Wolverine. Oh, It takes me completely out of it. I'm just like, it's Wolverine in a movie! How does Kate Beckinsdale get typecast as girl in action movies set in horror worlds fighting vampires and werewolves because isn't she like the star of the whole underworld series yes also she has to have very tight black pants on 
Oh, dude, she looks like a smoke show in this movie. I'm no one's denying this. There's the one point where like she's like she falls like on Hugh Jackman and her legs are like over his head. And it's just like the leggings are just stretched to hell. It's just this huge crotch. Dude, they had to be so squeaky walking around this set. There's so much <laughs> leather in this yeah. movie. Oh, while we're on costumes, like, I know, people, we will get into this movie. I just have so much I need to get out right away, though. Dude, poor Hugh Jackman had to be sweating buckets this whole movie. Did you happen to notice what he's wearing, like, the full outfit? Well, the thing I noticed most was the stupid hat. Why is he wearing King Cobra JFS's hat? It's exactly That's the, the same hat. hat, my friend. King Cobra is a, a peon in comparison. It's the fucking stupid huge hat. Okay, but look, he has a turtleneck on. That's his base layer. You know, already okay. sweaty and itchy, uh, wooly. You know, don't like it. It's a wool turtleneck. Then he has a leather jacket. And then, on top of that, he has a bigger leather coat. Dude, and he wears this the whole fucking movie. How, like, dehydrated was he at the end of every day? And how hard is it to fight in that? Like, even thinking about real-world Van Helsing running around in this outfit. How is he not, like, not able to move whatsoever, just like his arms cannot bend? No, dude. And, like, I expected a scene where he took, like, the outer jacket off, and, oh, that's why he's got his crossbow in there, he has his crucifixes, his holy water, you know, like a, a merchant coat, like, where they take it off and all their goods are displayed on the inside of the jacket. We never get that. No. No, it's, I didn't even notice all the other things, because I was so distracted by the hat. <laughs> um, dude, the guy playing the friar, Carl, he's an action movie guy, too. And they put him in, like, this bumbling sidekick role, and I'm like, this is odd. He's in, like, 300, uh, Lord of the Rings, I think, and all this kind of, not Lord of the Rings, something else. Yeah, and all this Lord kind of, of stuff. Oh, okay, good. So it seems really weird that they made him, like, the bumbly sidekick. Also, he has, like, horrible hair, where it's just funny for no reason, because he's the sidekick. Yeah. Um, all that aside, I guess, what did you think? Oh my god. Well, immediately, <laughs> I Who's saw... Pick this was, by the way? This was Greg's pick, of course. I immediately saw the runtime, and I was like, god damn it, it's over two hours long, Why? Even watching the movie, at around the hour and a half mark, I was like, I can see where this could wrap up nicely here, but I Agreed. know they're going to keep going. Because we hadn't even gotten back to Frankenstein at that point. Yeah, I forgot about Frankenstein by the time that he came back. So did I. I thought that he was just going to be sequel bait, basically. I love the opening. The opening had me. At like the first like 10 minutes of this movie, I was like, I actually love this. I can't believe it. It's insane. And then it kept ha happening, and more movie happened, and more CGI happened. It wasn't black and white anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were getting that black and white for the whole movie. Why? I, this is another thing I thought watching this movie. All They always want to... Universal wants to capitalize on these monsters. That the only thing that actually makes them any money from this property are the classic ones. Why do they always do that little tiny tease of it and then pull back and make it like the modern day thing? Why not just go full bore 
make like a modestly budgeted Universal Monster movie, and it'll do great. Like, make it set in the 1800s or whatever. Do not have a million bats flying out of Frankenstein's <laughs> castle. Like, bleh! And they came out of weird, like, gremlin pus, like, sex cocoon things. Did that fall out of the Dracula women? Like, Dude, how did I, that happen? I'm so glad you brought this up. Because I was thinking, these poor, these poor brides of Dracula. <laughs> like, look how many there were. I feel so bad for them. But did they, do they give birth in the monster form? Is the only thing I could think at least would make it a little better? There's no way human form then was, like, pushing these things out. It just makes me think of, like, when the Jack Officers are born in South Park. And it's like, doof, doof. That must be what it's like. They're just shooting out. And they stick to things. And that's where they or is are. because they're so old that it's just one at a time, but they've been at it for so long. Yeah, true. They do mention a date. Don't they mention, like, the 1400s or something? Yeah, I think it was, like, 1422 or something like that. Yeah. But this movie was completely up and down, insane. At the very end, I was like, thank fucking God it's finally over. And a lot of it, parts of it weren't making sense. And I was just like, sure, whatever to keep it going. Sure, yeah, do it, movie. Good job. Keep going. Just as long as you get to the finish line. Because at the very end, they seem to cram in so much lore in like the last 10, 15 minutes. I was like, you had so much movie to flesh that out, but you just cram it in and go, oh, we'll get to it later. Yeah, we could have cut a solid half hour off this thing. Oh, 45 minutes easily, yeah. Also, before we get into it, I need to mention, Brett, are you aware of how the moon typically works? It rises, it's there. Well, anyway, you get a full moon for like two days a month. I know one of them's technically the full moon, but you know what I mean? Yeah. This movie, it's a full moon every other day, apparently. That's how the lunar cycle works. Yeah. What are they doing, like, the all the other days in the middle? They're just hanging out. Whatnot. They're just like, oh yeah, we'll get Dracula. We gotta wait till the werewolves are back, though, because that's when it's really cool. Other than that, it's just Tom over there without the shirt on. Tom, you're not a werewolf. Put your shirt back on. But, like, Van Helsing is in Transylvania for, like, a week, and there's, like, eight full moons. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Alright, well, I think we gotta get into this thing, because I could just name off things like this forever. This is what I was also very afraid of is the movies that we hate and are really bad are extremely long episodes because we have so much to say about them. They're really great oh. movies. 45-minute episode. Oh, make no mistake. I do not hate this movie. I, I can't bring myself to hate it. Okay, I mean, I don't hate it, but... But yes, there's a lot to point out. Like, what the fuck movie? Yeah. Alright, so it starts off with the black and white Universal logo. I was like, okay, it's not an airplane, but I'll take it. Yeah, I'm, so far I'm in. I'm like, ooh, black and white. And we get a date. Transylvania, 1887, and the mob is storming the Dracula's cat. I mean, Frankenstein's castle and everything. I'm like, okay, this you have me really good right here. I was like, okay, I really like that you showed the date. I always like to know where we're at exactly in the movie. Already starting to lose me a little bit, because... Frank, Dr. Frankenstein is just now making the monster. 
and the townspeople are already attacking before the monster is even born. Why? How do they know? I guess they caught him stealing bodies. I don't know, but that doesn't require a mob this big. That's the, the entire town turns up for that? I guess. What else do they have going on, dude? It's 1800s. They're screaming, monster, kill the monster, he's the creator, blah, 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 kill Frankenstein. How do they know? The, the monster is just <laughs> now screaming. We cut inside and we get to It's Alive and Dr. Frankenstein has made his monster. And it's a new-looking laboratory and stuff. There's a weird spinny thing that's new. I actually like the look of this. Yeah, it looks solid. I can't fold any of this part. And Dracula decides he's taking his monster for himself. And Igor has been paid off. He's like, I'm sorry, Doctor, but he pays more. Do you know who plays Igor? Oh. Kevin Connor? Do you know who he is? He is Benny from the Mummy movie, the... Brandon Fraser one, like, Hey, Benny! Looks like you're on the wrong side of the river! That's him. Yeah. Okay. I guess he's in, like, all of Stephen Summers' movies. He's one of his guys. Oh, okay, I see that. I actually like it when directors do that. Of They're like, oh, he's my buddy. I'll put him in my movie. Yeah. I want to real quick mention, Bella Lugosi is not only represented by Dracula in this movie, He's represented by Igor in this movie. There's two different Bela Lugosi characters played in this movie together. That's how amazing of an actor he is. That's how amazing of a movie this is, you mean? Well, they tried. (laughs) I I applaud you for that movie. Dracula's saying, like, I'm going to take him for... And then he whispers his evil plan to him. And he's like, no, I won't let you use him for that. He takes out a sword to fight the undead vampire, and Dracula just walks right through it. Which was actually pretty funny, because Dr. Frankenstein's like, oh, stop, I'll kill you, basically. And Dracula just pulls himself onto the sword, and Dr. Frankenstein's gotta be like, oh, fuck. Like, now what do I have? I also love to, I love to think that Dracula's whispering to Dr. Frankenstein, like, I got all these pus babies stuck to the wall, and you need to help me make them scream. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about our Dracula in this movie? Extremely over the top. This is one of the over the top parts of it's so bad it's good. Of Dracula is just so funny. I hate when his mouth goes all CGI and like sharp teeth. I don't like that whatsoever. He's played extremely interestingly. Like I applaud Richard Roxburgh for trying something different. I won't lie, he's so charismatic and everything, and, like, over the top, like you said. Him and his brides, like, they're they're hamming it up like they're on stage, not like in a movie. Oh. And every time they're on, my, my eyes are glued to the screen. All of them are great. I know it's, it's ridiculous, but in a way that I really appreciate. The brides are, like, giving it their all. They're, like, it's like they were pulled into a room of, like, if you aren't amazing in this movie, you will never act again. They're, like, we better try our hardest. (laughs) So they just scream. They're throwing themselves around. They're throwing themselves on the ground. (laughs) Like, I just imagine, because this Dracula is a great fit for them. I imagine Nosferatu from the 79 Nosferatu remake, just being like, go away. 
I'm tired of you. <laughs> like, Renfield was too much for him there. Imagine three women pawling, pawling all over him. He'd be like, no. Dude, I like that Dracula went through a 2000s rebellious teenage phase and got his left ear only pierced. Oh, and he has, like, the hair falling in his, like, face. Yes. He's like, I just got this new album, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. <laughs> uh, but the monster wakes, oh, because Dracula bites and kills Victor Frankenstein here. And Frankenstein's monster picks up this big science thing, like, big, like, tube, and throws it at Dracula, knocks him into the fire. I'm, and then I'm also in, because I'm like, oh, we're going to have a Dracula-Frankenstein fight, hell yeah. Yeah, very interesting. It really surprised me they killed Dr. Frankenstein, like, immediately. Yeah, but then with the story we get, I get why, but yeah, I was surprised too. I even love later, there's a throwaway line of one of Dracula's brides. It's like, I guess he held the actual key to life. Dracula's like, I guess he did. We killed him too soon. Yes, because I love, like, He's like, you can't do use him for that. I'll die before I help you. And he's like, I already have what I need. You can die. Dracula doesn't care. He has a few lines like that through the movie. Like when people are like, I'd rather die or you'll have to kill me. He's like, oh, okay. Like he sure, feels nothing for anybody. Like, well, what is a couple more hundred years of waiting for me? I'm immortal. Yes. But... Monsters running out with Victor towards the windmill and the mob is following. Oh. And... This is a cool shot. It's an aerial shot of, like, all these torches running up the hill after him. Well, it's so funny. Like, for some reason, Frankenstein has a... Because Victor is now dead, I will call Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein. Agreed. Um, Because, I I mean, technically, he would be a Frankenstein. That's his father. Yeah, and one point he does refer to him as dad. My father. Uh, I love his cyberpunk, like, like, leg of, like, it has, like, a hydraulic press for some reason. Like, that leg's not quite right. Yeah. I'm glad he's at least practical. Frankenstein. Everything else is CGI. Every other monster. This Frankenstein, at least all the makeup's practical and everything. He's actually pretty awesome looking. Also, for some reason, he's, like, operatic. Oh, very much. He actually went on after this movie to play Frankenstein in the stage production of Young Frankenstein. So, like, he got, like, a little career out of this. That makes so much sense. And he looks so much like Peter Boyle. Yes. He looks like, this is like Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein came back for this movie. He also has Bill Mosley head from Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 of, like, you see his brain. Yeah, and the little, like, electrical pulses through it and everything. It's pretty cool. But the mob all chase them into the windmill. They throw the torches at it. <laughs> There's so much absinthe in this windmill. It's insane. Who's hanging out in this windmill? And what drunk is pissed off? Like, what drunk is like, God fucking damn it. Like, Mr. Leahy comes stumbling back. Like, oh shit, Randy, all the liquor's gone. But they torch it, and they're all standing outside, but then in their monster forms, which these vampires have monster forms, where they look yeah. more bat and monstrous, Dracula and all of his brides start swinging in, and the villagers panic and run away, right as the windmill collapses, losing Dracula's prized possession, the monster. And why do these villagers live here? It's the worst place to live. They have Frankenstein monsters, they have Draculas, they have werewolves, 
They have ghouls, whatever those are. I'm guessing those are the little Jawas from Phantasm that have the ghost masks on. Dude, I they say a line later when Van Helsing gets to town where they're like, now you've made him mad. Before it was only one or two of us a month. One or two of you a month? <laughs> Why would you stay here? And it's not like this is New York City where you're like in like statistically, if that was all that got taken a month, that's amazing. No, this yeah, exactly. is like tiny little itty bitty village on the side of a mountain. Yeah, you will die by vampire. Yeah, there's like a one in four chance. <laughs> yes. And then we get. Man, we gotta move through this. That was just the opening. <laughs> I know. Well, the opening, there is so much. And I gotta say, if the opening was a short film, 9 out of 10. Loved it. Like, it was kind of funny. The atmosphere was kind of... I liked how it was, like, it felt like the classic Universal stuff, but also was, like, a little modernized. Like, a few things were different. You changed a few things. Okay, that's fine. It worked. Now you went way too far. Now we're to the rest of the movie. That part of the movie, 9 out of 10. We're in Paris, and Van Helsing is tracking Dr. Hyde. Well, they walk, they're in Paris, and you see, like, the Eiffel Tower being built in the background. It's like, oh, Paris! 1800s! <laughs> Dude, we're in this bell tower, and he finds Dr. Hyde. And he's an ogre! Why is he huge and, like, a giant bad CGI monster. Why is he not just a guy who looks a little fucked up? That's what Mr. Hyde is. And I'm honestly okay with if they want to make him more monstrous. Like, when he turns into Mr. Hyde, he kind of, like, hulks out a little and transforms. Exactly. I just don't like this design. No, it looks so bad. Especially, like, all the good stuff we just got. Now you're doing this? Now, exactly. It's like... Scrappy-Doo from the Scooby-Doo movie when he was all huge and CGI for that minute? Yes. <laughs> but, like I said, he's huge, he finds him in a bell tower, and the fight begins. And dude, Van Helsing, let's take a trip back to 1931 for a second. <laughs> Can you picture this man hanging upside down with spinning blades <laughs> throwing them at monsters and shit? 31 Van Helsing needed help standing up. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped the mirror, and he was like, oh no, like an old man. But anyway, the fight's on, and there's so much in these fights. The fights go so long, and they are cool, some of the things they use, but the problem is they have a few cool tricks they have, right? But they, and then they use those tricks for every fight in the movie. If I had to see one more person Tarzan swinging from a cord in this movie, oh I was going to lose it. It was so hysterical. Like, at the end, like, Frankenstein's monster is swinging around on vines. Dude, there's literally as much as a Spider-Man movie. That's how much swinging there is in this. Kate Beckinsale's swinging around on vines. It's insane. But the fight goes on. Hyde loses an arm, and he's well, throwing off the tower, and he's... I'll skip over. There's a really cool fight. It's neat for the first time you see it. Yeah. I love and, when uh, Hyde gets thrown off the tower, he panics and reverts back to Dr. Jekyll. And Dr. Jekyll's like, oh, fuck! Like, midair, and then splats. 
Yeah, and let's be honest, this Hyde had a huge body count, because he was naming it off when, like, Van Helsing was talking to him, he was like, uh, 16 men, 12 women, 5 children, like, he's going on about all these people he's killed. He also loves just eating cigars. Yes. He's like, uh, a big old mobster. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he turns back, and, uh, Dr. Jekyll, right before splatting on the ground, and some cop yells up, Van Helsing, damn you, you murderer, or something like that from the ground. Van Helsing standing on the ledge of a building like Batman. Like, for no reason. You could have easily escaped and no one would have known you were there. You had to stand on the edge of the building so they could go, oh, Van Helsing, it was you! And then you scamper away into the night. <laughs> There's times in this movie where he even does, like, the Batman cape, like, furl, <laughs> twirl thing with his jacket. Like, when he turns yeah. around on a ledge. <laughs> now we're in the Vatican City and he goes to confession and we find out this is just him going to work because he works for the Order. Which you might think we get a lot of details on, and you would be wrong. This is the only bit of the Order that we get. So, long story short, like I said, it's religious men in black here. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's like cut to Vatican City. I'm like, that's interesting. And then, like, barely anything's done with it. Where's Chronovision? Where's the time-traveling television? <laughs> yeah, I want to see the giant pornography stash that are, that's in the Vatican archives. So he goes down there and he gets his presentation on his next assignment. We also find out, like, they raised him, or he's been with them for a long time. More on that later, but he has no memories. And they show, show him this slideshow. So apparently this family had it out for Dracula. And the great-great-great-grandfather vowed... None of my family could enter heaven until we kill Dracula. That is a dick move for the rest of your family to say such a thing. Yeah, why? Why, Granddaddy? Why am I stuck in purgatory? Oh, because Dracula lives, honey. You're stuck here with me. Exactly. That's a terrible thing to do to your family. But there's only two members of the bloodline left. Uh, what's the family called? The says Valerius. Anna and her brother are the only two left. And they have pictures of them in this old, like, steampunk slideshow projector that they have. <laughs> but the pictures are perfect quality in 1887 or whatever. It was like, the only two of this bloodline that can save humanity. Like, oh, well, just to be safe, in case you guys don't, uh, you know, kill Dracula... You gotta be someone else after you to kill Dracula if you get what I get what I mean. Yeah, why didn't they send him there just to do that? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's easier. What are you doing, Step Valerius? <laughs> it doesn't have to be with each other. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I guess so. No, it's gotta be what? pure. Why are you going incest with it? It's it's gotta be pure. They're cause they're from oh they're from Europe. They're all about pure blood. <laughs> We also are introduced to Friar Carl, who is basically his cue from James Bond, setting him up with all of his gadgets. He has this sunlight grenade. It'll come in handy. I just don't know quite for what yet. It's Obviously, a holy hand grenade. Yes. Um, an automatic crossbow, Brett. No reason. Also, it, it's, it is set up that Hugh, uh, Van Helsing has the Dracula ring for some reason. They're like, I have this mysterious ring. It's like, yeah, it's a Dracula ring. Uh, but yeah, he gets all his supplies and everything, and Carl's coming with him. Th like you said, he, 
they have to have a million like gadget guns for no reason. Like you said, there's the automatic crossbow, there's the Gatling gun, like everything's a gun. Yeah. Are we sure this is Transylvania, not America? <laughs> but we cut to Transylvania, and there's a man tied to a pole. Brett, this man is one of the two siblings who cannot die. I The thing is, they need to kill Dracula before they die. That's like their life's goal now, to get save their whole family's souls. Yeah. Why are you recreationally hunting werewolves? They have nothing to do with Dracula. What is the purpose of this? Why are you using yourself, who your life is now very important for your family's eternity, tied to a pole as bait for a werewolf? And, spoiler alert, werewolves are the only thing that can kill Draculas. Yeah, but they don't know that. It's not like he's trying no, to turn. But it is so, like, funny and so, like, ironic that the only thing that can kill Draculas is a werewolf. Number one, we never really got a, uh original universal Dracula uh, werewolf fight. We just got, no. like, them wrestling over, like, a hospital bed for half a second in Abbott and Costello. Um, so it was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense, and I like that they brought that in. But, like, it's just so funny that the only thing they could kill them is werewolves, and they're killing werewolves. They should be recruiting them. Like, no, Dracula's bad! Turn against him! Yeah, exactly. Handing out pamphlets. <laughs> this is a trap for the werewolf. The werewolf comes, and it gets caught in the net, but it gets loose and chases Anna, the sister, to a cliff. And the brother comes at the last second and pushes her out of the way as he goes over the cliff with the werewolf. And now she is the last Valerios. Oh no! Um, Van Helsing and Carl arrive in Transylvania, and the town is staring at them like they have ten heads. Oh yeah, I mean, well, the entire town shows up with their pitchforks and their village instruments, and they're like, uh, they're about to light their um, torches, and they're like, we don't like strangers. Dude, why not? That's less odds of you getting taken by the vampire. I'd be advertising as a tourist destination. Yeah, go to the castle. Yeah, but Anna doesn't trust them, makes them hand over their weapons, and they say no, and it's a, she's like, fine, then kill them, but right then you hear a screech as Dracula's brides are flying. By the way, why do we always call them his brides and not his wives? It, it's always been his brides. I, it is. Yeah. It's very weird that I also will just say his brides because that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I just realized, why is this? I don't know, old-timey. Okay, but right then they'll swoop in and attack. Well, it's horrible CGI vampire monsters, but it's also still kind of their faces like imprinted on there, and it's also like terrible 2004 CGI, so it doesn't look good, which just makes no, it, it so, so funny. Dude, I forgot to mention this. Uh, I watched this on a copy that I bought at Goodwill that turned out to be a blockbuster copy, which I'm always a fan of finding those. But yeah. on the special features, you can insert the DVD into your Xbox and play the first level of the Van Helsing game. What? Did you do it? I did not. Oh. I will have to, though. They were so hoping this movie was going to take off. They're like, we're going to have action figures, we're going to have video games, we have a fucking oh, King tie-in. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But dude, this vampire attack, 
it's going crazy. And there's, of course, like, the power struggle between Anna and Van Helsing and the big battles happening. A cow is thrown through a oh, building. They introduce a cow for no reason, just so it could get thrown. I saw the cow, and I was like, please let something happen to the cow. And immediately happened. I was like, I love you again, movie. Like, it's so weird. It's so tonally different of, like, they're trying to be a big, scary movie. Then they throw a cow through a building. It's just funny. The cow brings up a question. Hmm. How strong are they? I mean, cows are, what, hundreds and hundreds of pounds, so. Yeah, but then when they pick up Van Helsing or Anna, they're, like, struggling, like, to pull them and everything. So what is going on with their power levels? Well, also, they're, like, carrying Van Helsing, Van Helsing and Anna, where they just kind of picked up the cow and threw it. They could have had, like, a, they kind of just swooped down kind of thing. But, by the way, they use twilight logic here, where it's not nighttime, but it's cloudy, so they can come out. But the clouds move away from the sun, and all the vampires dive into a well. I hate this, because they play with the, with, the, with the werewolves as well, of... Oh, the clouds blocked the moon. The werewolf is just a person again. Oh, the moon's back. It's like the sun and the moon are like a character of themselves. Like, oh no, here comes the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dark again. All the vamps come flying out. They get Anna and Van Helsing shoots one of their foot claws and Anna falls into this building with two of them. And the others have an Wild West standoff with Van Helsing outside, and he grabs his crossbow, runs up to the church, and dips it the end in holy water, and he kills one here. This was actually really awesome because it was set up where um, what's the friar's name? Carl. Carl. Carl like throws. He's like, I have holy water. It goes to throw it to Van Helsing, and the vampire, of course, like catches it and like throws it down the well. It's like. Pleh. Yeah, and it was so great. Of like, it's such a dumb action scene, but this part I do love of Van Helsing running up in slow mo, dipping the crossbow into the holy water, whipping around in slow mo. It's like hitting the vampire; she's melting. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the other two retreat after this one's killed, and now the town is mad because the vampires will be mad. But once again, like, this is just a normal thing for this town. Move anywhere else. Move on the other side of the next town. Then the next town is you. But then we cut to wherever the vampires are. I believe Frankenstein's castle. And Dracula is monologuing and walking up the wall. Some really cool wire work. I actually really like this. Well, it is like, yeah, Dracula doesn't care. Like, yeah, because he can like walk on walls and ceilings and stuff so it's just him like pacing around i love they're like crying because the one bride died he goes don't worry i'll get a new one <laughs> like that's they're like to make them feel better and the brides are like do we mean nothing to you and dracula's like no i cannot love so you don't mean anything to me Dude, I love how he starts freaking about, like, I have no emotions! But he's, like, <laughs> crying and sad saying this. I'm like, no, dude, you got him. You're just playing him right now. You got this. Yeah, look how sad you are right now. That's an emotion. Yeah. Exactly. Take it easy on yourself. You have some. It's funny how they try to make, like, in this big schlocky horror action movie, 
they tried to give like Dracula and Frankenstein's monster like so much depth. Where like Frankenstein is like, I just want to be. I actually like that that they do that with them. Yeah. But Anna says she's going to finish this now at, when they're back in wherever she stays. She's the only rich person in this town, by the way. Everyone else is in rags. She's apparently doing quite well. I just met, I just noticed we have an Anna. Yes, we do. Look at that. But Van Helsing, like, sprays her with what I can just describe as knockout spray. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Bill Cosby's like, I need to get some of that. Mm, put it pop! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should cut that or not, but <laughs> but she wakes up in the middle of the night and she's all mad, and she sees sees these weird footprints coming in from the window, and there's a werewolf in there. But like you said, a cloud covers the full moon, and it transforms, and it's her brother. He survived, but is now a werewolf. I hate because this part at this part I'm confused because I don't know the exact logic of the movie of clouds now block out the moon so no more werewolf oh clouds like because clouds are sometimes very small so if it's a very yeah. small cloud he's like half transforms back and then has to transform re back it's like well, it, it wouldn't be a full moon then so i guess what, what if you are in a forest and all the trees have shadows and he's running in between the shadows Dude, there is no logic to this movie, because we see one out in the daylight <laughs> later anyway. Yeah. But when he he's human, he's like, I know Dracula's secret, but then the moon's uncovered, and he turns again and runs away. Van Helsing grabs some silver bullets and goes running out after him into the town, and the Undertaker, not the wrestler, the actual mortician <laughs> man, is in the Paul bearer comes like, out <laughs> with the urn. <laughs> But he's just chilling in the coffin, like, hmm, not quite my size. It'll fit you nicely, though. And Van Helsing's like, isn't it a little late to be digging graves? He goes, never too late for digging graves. He's like... <laughs> well, he, he reminds me kind of a riffraff from Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah, I see that, definitely. But he goes to attack Van Helsing randomly, I think, to, so the vampires leave him alone. But Van Helsing ducks out of the way as the werewolf's lunging at him, and the werewolf kills this man instead. Yeah, he, like, showed up a couple times during the, uh, like, village attack, where they're like, we got, it's yeah. our weekly pitchfork attack, <laughs> which he was cool looking. He looked very classic Universal. And Van Helsing's like, I'm going after this werewolf, but Anna tries stopping him, and she says, Dracula has a cure, and Van Helsing believes none of this, and then... Cut back to Castle Frankenstein. Igor, who again I forgot was in this movie, is working on the monster with Dracula. He's like, It is difficult without the good doctor, but I think we can do it. There are so many times he is 100% doing a Bella Lugosi impression as Igor. Like, it's I great. hear it. I hear it in his voice. I'm like, Thank you. I'm like, I see what you're doing, and also thank you. So, here's a weird piece of dialogue that never pays off. Anna just starts going on about how she's never been to the sea. Yeah, because, well, Van Helsing at, like, as soon as she, as soon as they met, he said something about, like, yeah, I came across the sea, and she's like, the sea? And then he's like, yeah? And then, like, goes nowhere. And then it's brought yeah. back up again here. <laughs> I thought she'd die on a boat or something then, but no. Yeah. Or there'd be, like, the trip across the 
ocean, you know, like the Dracula trip. Uh, yeah. The Demeter but or whatever. The bro wolf is with Dracula and he transforms back into a human and Dracula's like, you were supposed to find out who he is. And this is where we get some exposition that on the first night of being a werewolf before it's permanent, they're harder to control, but then it's easy and that'll come back later. And yeah. he raises them up the Frankenstein elevator thing. And this is where Van Helsing and Anna have also made their way to the castle. Lightning hits the tower. Power goes through Wolf Brother and into all these vampire cocoons. We touched on these already, but let's touch on these again. So there's these, like, nasty... I'm so glad you called them what I was thinking, too. They look like the gremlin pus balls, but egg sacs all throughout this castle. And they're, like, not little, tiny, little, like... They could just squat over and bloop them out real quick. This is hardcore, like... Kind of thing yeah. of like this is taking some effort. I want to know where these are coming out of. Where are they forming from? Like, how does vampire sex look? Like, this is where my mind is going. <laughs> like, I don't care whatsoever about like, ooh, what do the vampire babies look like? I want to be like, what are these laid as? <laughs> do you think they do it in their humanoid form or monster form? I hope that it's in the humanoid form. It would be so much more funny. <laughs> because also, like, the human forms are so much more, like, because it's the actual person, they're, like, way overacting and whatnot. Dracula does also have really good taste, because one of the brides is a redhead. Dude, he's got all three. He's got the blonde brunette and redhead. Yeah. Well, she's he's got the redhead. That's what he needs. But, so, all this lightning's going to these cocoons. By the way, Van Helsing digs into one. It's disgusting. We see the little bat oh, baby in it. Here's he's like my biggest slopping, thing for you. He's like slopping gunk into like the corner like for way too long. Here's my biggest thing to make you mad. Vampires are humanoid. We know that they have two forms, monster form and human form. So I count them as human enough, even as babies. So yeah. that's something for you for Count of the Dead. Oh, God. Because we see all those cocoons hatch, and at one point we see them all explode. Did you have to pause yep. and count? Yes. <laughs> Rewind, okay. pause. Okay. But they all start hatching and flying, and the brides are like, come with us, feed! And Van Helsing starts shooting a bunch of them. Dracula sees us, so gets pissed, goes down, and... This is cool because it makes Dracula seem terrifying. Van Helsing and Anna are running away and everything to get behind this door. I love Carl looks out the window in the village and he sees all the bat babies. Like, that's not good. Must warn somebody. And he starts just walking away quickly. They're trying so hard for him to be the comic relief sidekick. Like, and then you forget that he's around. And then they shove comic relief sidekick down your throat again. Then he disappears. The, the bat babies and the brides are attacking and feeding on the village. You see a couple people get picked up and taken bit here. And this village has to be like, holy shit! At the most, there were four of them. Now look! Yeah, there's a thousand. <laughs> Dracula and Van Helsing are kind of facing off. He's Van Helsing. Dracula's like, huh, curious. Usually I can dance to the rhythm of someone's heart. They're so scared. He's hamming it up like crazy, this dude. And he's like, yours is steady! And Van Helsing <laughs> stakes him, and Dracula goes, hello, Gabriel. He knows who he is. Yeah, and so, like, because there's this huge thing where Van Helsing has no memory, which is a lot of the 
Wolverine movies of he doesn't exactly remember where he's from. You can't say he's not typecast. And every time he does the mean monster face, I think of Wolverine. Um, he goes, we have such history, you and I. And let me reintroduce myself. I was born in 1422. And going on like, and well, you and killed died. me. And this, I recognize, where like when he was turned or killed or whatever. It was what, 1422 he was born. 1462 he died. Well, that's easy. 40 years old. Perfect. Yes. I just see the writers being like, ah, fuck. What year do we say he died? Oh, make her 20 years later. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but in the village, all the bat babies start exploding just randomly because the werewolf was not enough of a power source. And like the brides are screaming. It's like, oh, my children are exploding around me. No. Van Helsing and Anna grappling hook away and they're again swinging on this hook but it's snapped by the wolf but they still just swing away anyway well at some point I forget exactly when it is but I believe Van Helsing grappling hooks his way into a room and I'm like it's like Silent Bob like flying (laughs) into Joey Lauren Adams like dressing room and mall rats is what it reminded me of he just comes like crashing through a wall Yep, Dracula's like, hunt them down, kill them both, to his brides. Um, Carl ends up having sex with some lady, because he's not a monk, he's a friar. Yeah, that comes out of nowhere, where, like, she's being all, like, sexy eyes to him. And then she's like, oh, but you can't, you're a monk. He's like, well, actually, I'm just a friar. And she's like, oh. It's like, yeah, look at you, Carl. Uh, It's cutting in between two things, but anyway, the whole Carl thing with that is just because he sees this living painting the next morning, and it moves like it's in Harry Potter, and he's like, oh, okay, here's some clues. Out of nowhere, the painting turns into an animation of a Dracula fighting a werewolf. After Anna and Van Helsing swung to safety, the ground under them gives out, they fall into this cavern thingy, and Van Helsing's like, something's down here. It's Frankenstein. He's been hiding out down here the whole time. So this is like... Where I was like, holy shit, we're just now getting a Frankenstein. This is going to be a whole thing now. Anna wants to kill him, but because I'm the key to my father's machine, so he can make it work. So Anna definitely wants to kill him, but Van Helsing won't kill him because he can sense evil. He's like, he's not evil. I'm not going to kill him. Frankenstein's like, no, my father. <laughs> They're taking Frankenstein to Rome, I guess, back to the Vatican, against his will, mind you. And I love when they all get in the carriage. It's Anna, Carl, Van Helsing, and Frankenstein. Carl's like, is that a man? And Van Helsing's like, I think it's about seven or nine men. Like, all stitched together and everything. And Frankenstein, like, he talks in this movie, and he's very articulate. But he's also like, He hates fire still. Like... Yes. Now, this is when they're getting into the carriage. Yes. This part reminds me of Sleepy Hollow so much. I, I thought so too. Because did have we said why you picked this movie? Why did I pick this movie? Because your dad loves it. Oh yeah, my dad's a big fan of this movie for sure. And like, I picked Sleepy Hollow because my mom loves Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that kind of works out. Yeah. So the and I was like, this feels like a dad movie and whatnot. Oh, and at definitely. the very end the director dedicated it to his dad. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought that was cool. 
But they're on the carriage ride, and there's a big carriage fight. The a werewolf and the brides are attacking the carriage. It's somehow on fire. They try jumping it over a bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> the horses dude. don't make it, but the carriage doesn't. It's falling down, and the bride's swooping down to save the monster, but it's a dummy carriage. Like, there was actually two of them. It explodes with, I guess, a stake bomb in it, and stakes come flying out and kill this bride. When I saw the horses with the carriage running towards the Dukes of Hazard bridge. I was like, they're going to jump the bridge with the horses and the carriage. Cause this is big, dumb 2004 action movie. And I was like, no, they're not going to do that. The horses are just going to fall over the edge or they're going to stop the last minute. No, the horses jump the gorge <laughs> with the carriage. They did it. This is smoking the bandit. He's bound down. <laughs> That's great. I couldn't believe it. This is one of the moments I literally sat back. I was like, what am I watching? I've never thought I would see a horse carriage jump a gorge and then have them land it. And they did it. But now you have. Bravo, Van Helsing. I was like, this movie is so fucked up. But the main carriage is on fire and... Van Helsing is like hanging off of it, like he's about to get his nuts run over by the wheel, but Frankenstein saves him. And then Van Helsing slow mo shoots the werewolf with silver bullets as they all jump off. And it turns back into Brother Wolf Man and dies. Well, because earlier Anna was like, I know he's not my brother anymore. You can kill him. And then Van Helsing kills him. And Anna's like, Why did you kill him? <laughs> Van Helsing was bitten all of this, and the last surviving bride swoops down, takes Anna, and flies away with her. Back in the village, the bride shows up in human form and offers to trade Anna for the monster, because tomorrow is All Hallows' Eve, and there's a masquerade ball. Out of nowhere, it's Halloween. I'm like, okay, sure. I love it when it's randomly Halloween in the movie, but it's like, why? Sure, but why? It's not like we're going to see trick-or-treaters or or anything. No. There's like, yeah, there's blow molds outside. I'm like, look, pumpkin blow molds. (laughs) Jack-o'-lanterns. They're like, no, a masquerade ball would be like the height of it. And they may play with a Ouija board. Yeah. Carl and Van Helsing tranquilize Frankenstein and hide him in a church. And we cut to the ball. It's so funny, too, of, like, they just, like, prop up a giant stone cross up against the door, and Carl's like, do you think that'll hold him? And Van Helsing's like, yes, of course. We better make haste! And away they go. But, like, two men just carried it over there, and Frankenstein is, like, ten foot tall and, like, super strong. I think he could get out. (laughs) Yeah, he's literally a monster. He's gonna hulk his way through the wall. Like... (laughs) (laughs) But at the ball, Dracula is dancing and kissing Anna, and I like that they still give him his spell. Like, I'm doing the hand thing here. So, like, she's oh, yeah. half under his spell and everything here. So am I. Um, I want to mention this Dracula, because there's a couple different ways to play Dracula. There's classic, proper gentleman, like a Bella Lugosi or Christopher Lee. Or Warlord Dracula, of like, he was a, like, Warlord, and it's more of the Vlad the Impaler type. And this one's yeah. leaning a lot more that way. They do the little nods to Christopher Lee or Bela Lugosi, but most of it's, like, the Vlad the Impaler stuff, especially later. Yeah. 
Definitely, you're right. But he wants to make her his new bride and everything. And right here, they, like, do a duck in the dance, and she looks in the mirror and realizes she is the only reflection in this entire ball. Everyone here is vampires. They do a complete new lore of why vampires can't be seen in mirrors. And I'm like, why? Like, we already know why they can't be. It's because mirrors used to be lead-lined, and vampires and lead don't mix. Like, now all of a sudden it's because mirrors are passageways to, like, the Antarctic, where Castle Dracula is. Yes. And why isn't Castle Dracula in Transylvania? I do not know. No, it's in, like, some weird, like, what was that realm and like, in-game where, like, they had to throw the people off the cliff? It's like that. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> but Van Helsing starts trapezing his way in to save the day, and he falls out right when Carl bumps into the fire breather who burns Dracula, and Van Helsing swings away with Anna, and all here, like I said, are vampires, and they start running after him, and the minion little things oh bring God. Frankenstein in. They ha We have him, and all... They basically are minions, like the yellow things. I, I mentioned them briefly earlier, but they legit do remind me of, like, the little creatures from Phantasm mixed with, like, the ghost bass from, like, one or two albums ago. Yeah. They have, like, the weird gas mask, and it's exactly the masks, basically. I was like, Ghost must have seen Van Helsing and loved it or something. A bunch of the times you don't really see them, like, you see them from different angles and stuff, and then randomly you see them from, like, standing beside, like, Dracula. You're like, oh, they're, like, three feet tall. Yeah, they're little. Yeah, it's like the, um, Oompa Loompas. Yeah. <laughs> like, running around. It could be them, because they're also murderers. Yeah, and they're at least accessories to murder. They didn't start but singing, though. The entire party's after him. Our three heroes jump out the window and drop the sun grenade behind them and explodes <laughs> all the vampires chasing them. To use the holy hand grenade, you must pull the holy pin and count to three. Not four, not two, three. One, two, five. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Igor and the minions are taking Frankenstein away in the boat and... <laughs> The three realize they have to find Dracula's door to get to him. And the whole living painting thing is the door. And Van Helsing has had the missing inscription piece the whole time. They say the magic words and the door opens. And there's a mirror and they walk right through it. Like they get to Dracula's door and it says no girls allowed. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> but remember Van Helsing's werewolf now. So he jumps all three of them over the gate with oh, his yeah. new wolf powers. And... Why is Frankenstein frozen in an ice block being lifted up? Well, I love where, like, Van Helsing does, like, wolf power jump into the castle, and Carl's like, that's not good. And then, yeah, Frankenstein is in an ice cube. Just, save yourself! Save he tells Van yourself. Helsing Dracula does have the cure. Yeah, Dracula has a cure! And then they realize, why would he have a cure? Because the werewolf is the only thing that could kill him in case one turned on him. And so now Van Helsing can't get the cure yet because he has to kill him as a werewolf, then get the cure. Okay, they set up a time thing here. I thought they said 
it has to be before because you know like when the clock like certain clocks will strike midnight they do 12 chimes yeah i thought they said we have to have this done by the 12th chime i they set that up they knew i'm pretty sure they set that up and then they forgot about it immediately because Van Helsing, here in a little bit, we'll get into it more in depth and whatnot, but overall, he turns into the werewolf, and it goes on for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, so I guess the chime thing doesn't matter anymore. Nope. They were nope. setting that up so hard. And I was like, okay, I see what they're going to do. It's going to be like the 11th chime, and like, they just make it kind of thing. It's just like, I think they forgot about it. <laughs> Uh, they find Igor and they make him take Anna and Carl to the cure and Van Helsing's going after Dracula and Van Helsing and Anna finally kiss here. Igor is so wishy-washy of he'll just follow anyone. He's following yeah. Dr. Frankenstein and Dracula took over. He's like, all right. Then Van Helsing and Anna and Carl are like yelling at him. He's like, sure, I'll take you to the cure to the point of he's led away by Carl. Well, they suddenly threaten to cut off his dick, so I get it. Oh, yeah, he has like the um, like the thing to cut off the ends of the cigars, kind of, so you could smoke them, like the real fancy cigars, not a black and mild. Is why I used to get. Um, and they're just like chink chink, like uh, cut off a finger, and Anna's like, I can think of something else. If you're yeah, evil, so I, you're I, like I you're it. you might as well. No woman has ever had sex with me. Look at me. <laughs> My name is Igor. I look like a corpse. But Igor takes him to where the cure is, but locks the door behind him, and he's like, oh, good luck getting out, or some shit like that. <laughs> but the cure is there. The bride shows up. Her and Anna start fighting, but Carl throws the thing with the cure in it on her, and the acid, like, half melts her face. They throw it at the iron gate and melt their way out, and they're leaving. And so basically it's setting up three fights, because there's a lot going on and bouncing back and forth. So we have Van yeah. Helsing versus Dracula. We have Anna versus the Bride and Igor versus Carl. <laughs> well, I love um, yeah where they're talking about like the cure is like in this viscous fluid. It's like I don't want to touch the viscous fluid, and then it turns out yeah they just use it as like alien blood. Of they just throw it on the Bride's face, and then she pops up like with a fucked up CGI face, but it looks fucked up because it's 2004 CGI. They throw it on like the bars and they melt away so they can escape. Um, We get an amazing scene here coming up. I know. I don't know if it's exactly here, but where they're on the bridge and Carl, like there's a part of the bridge that gets taken out, which should make the entire bridge collapse. There's nothing holding this thing up anymore. And Carl's like, Anna, I have the cure. And he like throws it to her as she's swinging on a vine and she catches it. And he's like, yeah. Dude, that's the most riskiest throw in the world. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) And this is Carl where we're set up where he has like horrible luck. But yeah, Igor's chasing Carl on the bridge with basically a cattle prod. <laughs> yeah. So Van Helsing rescues Frankenstein up top, but that's right when he falls. He's swinging on a wire, and uh. it, like, knocks Igor off the bridge, and he goes tumbling to his death. And then swings into the room with Anna, knocks into the Frankenstein bride, and ends up killing her. And how does she die? What the hell kills her? 
I don't remember. Honestly, I don't. At this point, so much just dumb action is going on, my brain shuts off. Oh, okay, I know where it's at, okay. But yeah, so Frankenstein swings away, and Anna swings away after Frankenstein goes into the room, and she catches the cure from Carl. Then she ends up on, like, the edge of the castle. The bride shows up, starts talking about how she's going to kill her and everything, and Anna just stakes her right there. She's like, I think if you're going to kill somebody, you should just do it instead of talking about it, and it was that simple. Exactly, Anna. I love this, that, that little line she throws out of, like, why monologue about it when you could just do it and it's over with? Exactly. It had real, like, Indiana Jones vibes to me when that dude's, like, swinging the sword <laughs> around and everything and Indiana just shoots him. Yeah. But now Werewolf Doubt Van Helsing is fighting Dracula, and this goes on for so long. Then they both turn human again, Dracula monologues. Then the attacks again, he grabs Dracula's foot. I swear to God, they run this cycle like five times during this fight. Oh, it's like, we get it. This is the big end battle. Let me guess, Dracula loses? Van Helsing wins and is okay? And walks into the sunset with Anna? I didn't see that coming! But he ends up killing Dracula, he's choking him out and everything, Dracula's dead. He bites Dracula. Like, this is where I was talking about so much happens in such a little amount of time. Because I'm watching the movie. I turn away for half a minute to grab a drink. I turn back, and Dracula's melting. I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I have to rewind this two over two-hour movie that's been taking its time the whole time to be like, okay, how did they kill Dracula? Oh, they bit him, and then he melted, like, immediately, and that was it. Yeah, it was that simple. Carl's about to kill Van Helsing, like Van Helsing made him promise to do, but Anna already gave him the cure, but I guess died in the process by being put on a couch? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not clear. <laughs> it said, the script says here, on page whatever, um... Anna dies, because that's what the movie needs, is the hero's love interest dies, and now hero's sad, and he's gonna go off to his next adventure with a heavy heart. With them wanting to franchise this out so badly, like we could tell, I'm surprised they killed her. Well, you know what it was setting up for? The next movie, they gotta bring her back. She's gonna be Uh, the bride of Frankenstein. You know what? That's actually really smart. That's probably what they were gonna do. Yeah, Frankenstein, let's help us bring her back. And that's the whole movie. Then Frankenstein falls in love with falls in love with her, takes her away, like runs away into the forest with her. Van Helsing and Carl go running after him. Get Hugh Jackman on the phone right now, Brett. Hey, he looks exactly the same, so sure. Yeah. He's still playing Wolverine, so why not? Yeah. But um Van Helsing turns back, and he has a little loincloth on here. Fun fact, Brett, this scene was shot with Hugh Jackman being naked, and then he, and then the director, <laughs> Steven Summer, is like, yeah, this just feels weird with him holding her yeah. and everything. Give him a loincloth. So the loincloth is CGI'd onto him. <laughs> oh my god. This is fucking Tommy Wiseau wandering around <laughs> naked on the set of the room. Like, no! They need to see my ass! This has to be part of movie! This big whole movie part! And the next day, they have, like, a Viking-style funeral where they just burn her on the pyre, and Frankenstein's leaving on the raft. Why is Frankenstein leaving on the tiniest raft known to man? Why didn't Where's he, he build... go? Where's he going? He's going on his next adventure, Greg. We're seeing him in he the next movie. He has a castle. He has a castle. He's fine here. 
as far as the villagers know, he saved them. So there's no reason for them to hate him. He should be like the mayor of the town now. Also, if you're going to go off on your great adventure, get a boat. Sell your castle and buy a boat. Why did you strap four logs together, put a lantern on it, and now you're going to see? Are you killing yourself? Is that what you're doing? Is Frankenstein committing suicide? Like... And then and his family appears in the sky. Oh but it's my funny because it's all these characters we've never met. And then her. It's the the force ghosts show up. Anakin, Hayden Christensen, Anakin shows up beside Ben and Yoda. They hug. Like at this point, I am I'm set back in my chair. I'm shaking my head. I have my hand on my forehead. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are there force ghosts now? Why are there people in the clouds? Who are these people? That's Van Helsing and Carl right away, and that's Van Helsing. Big Hollywood movie! <laughs> Man, what a oh fun God. time. Dude, it's a long time, but it is a fun time. I feel like I would have had much more fun if this was an in-person watch with me and you. Oh. I think I would have had a blast with this watching it, though. I thought about watch when I was watching this. I was like, number one, I want to own this on DVD. I want to buy this. Because... If we ever have, like, a few of us together and we're just, like, you know, we sit around, we bullshit, we kind of watch something, but we're not, like, invested in it. This is a good movie for, like, a party movie like that of it's on in the background. Every once in a while you look up, some fucked up scene happens, you laugh about it, and then you go back to doing whatever you were doing before. Exactly. I think it'd be a really fun watch like that. Yeah, it honestly is a good watch for Throbtober, like October Halloween watching, like, this is like, Monster Squad is much better, but it's almost along the same vein of that, only oh, in like much. a horrible way. I knew we, this would be the perfect time to get it in, because it has all these monsters, it has like a ridiculous concept, there is Halloween in it, like, it, it has a lot of the boxes we need to tick. I ended up liking it honestly even though how much i shit on it and whatnot you know my love of bad movies and you know how much i hate it when a movie's trying to be bad and they like oh look how bad we are like sharknado or something i love it when a movie's trying to be sincere and it just comes across so badly that's this kind of movie this is going in there with awful bad either but it's, it's ridiculous at parts oh yeah this is going in there with The Room. This is going in there with Best Fiends. Um, this is going up there with Troll 2. Of like, holy shit. This is a big budget, like, studio movie with, like, all kinds of CGI and stuff. Like, it's insane that this got made. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad we got to cover this. Me too. All right. You ready for Count of the Dead? Yes, let's get to, to the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Alright, the Throbbing with Horror Count of the Dead's where tally up all the deaths in the movie. It's a lot. Where do you think we got with Van Helsing? So the vampire babies count. They count. Because at one point, they mentioned that there are thousands of them. Uh, we didn't. I counted what I could see. Oh, okay. Same with the exploding vampires at the ball. I counted what I could see. And the villagers being killed. I counted what I could see. There's a lot. See, I don't know, like, I'm between saying, like, 150 and saying 300. Like... Oh, it's not that a lot. 100 a lot? 
you're in the ballpark. We got 82. Okay, that's still a shit ton. That might be our record. I think yeah. that's our record, Brett. I don't think we've ever hit 82 in a movie it, before. In I the way so we do much, it. I love so much that Greg of the Dead had to pause his television and count little so tiny exploding times. vampires. <laughs> this movie was probably twice as long for me than it was for you. Exactly. You having to pause these scenes and count all the death. Yeah. Bravo on Greg of the Dead. Like, all the work he puts into it. <laughs> Every everyone at home clap right now. <laughs> uh, that's Greg's count of the dead. Ah ah ah. And right before I get into my ratings from Dimension Z, I have a tiny bit of Halloween news. Okay. I got my number two Holy Grail blow mold of all time. It's the grave dude that's popping out of the ground, where it's like the grave and then the skeletons on the side. I, I believe it's from the late 80s. I've been on the lookout for this motherfucker for years, and it's I've found it. And it's always over $100. I got it at a flea market for 40 bucks. I saw that. It looks awesome. And it was so amazing to find it when we did, because um, so we don't exactly are able to time travel in this month to be able to record, edit, and upload like the next day kind of thing. So it might be a little bit before Halloween, but it was just so great to have some Halloween injected into a month that usually has nothing. Exactly. Now, we will get into my ratings from Dimension Z. And I get to do my Bella Lugosi hands, which I always like. Very fitting for this movie. Um, so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. I couple with that thing right now. Alright, so somehow this guy named Steven, Steven Somers came out with an Edward trifecta that I'm putting up there with Tommy Wiseau movies, Edward movies, Troll 2. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, bravo. Yeah. So, I'm going to do directors that would make this movie. Okay. So, let's think about the time here. We're 2004. We're in that horrible remake era. Michael Bay, number one. Yeah. Could you... I could see him getting his grubby little hands on this movie and just being like, oh, we're going to ratchet everything up. Everything's all grimy and hardcore. You know. He put some convoluted origin story that all the monsters are actually siblings from a long yeah. line who went to separate... Yeah. A number 10 director to direct this movie. We're doing any director from history. I could see Ed Wood arriving out of a time machine in 2004 and being like, holy shit, you're giving me all of the universal monsters and I get to make them fight? How much money are you giving me? Could you imagine <laughs> that? I feel like it would be almost the exact same movie. There'd be some Pretty different close. things and whatnot. Maybe he would bring Bella back to actually play Dracula with him. Tor Johnson would show up somewhere. He'd be but, Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that would be really good. Or Igor. Either one of those yeah. would be great. Um, but, yeah, number 10 is Ed Wood. Like, I could see him. This is, like, his glory project. Yeah, for sure. I did not expect to like this movie anywhere near as much as I did, honestly. It was actually, it was really a, a lot of fun. I was shocked. I thought you were going to be mad at me coming on here today. Parts of me, I parts of it I was. But I the good outshined the bad. 
Um, I'm putting this right in the middle of five out of five. Definitely, definitely worth checking out. It's not amazing whatsoever, but it's not a shitty 2004 remake. Like they do like interesting things with it. They keep it fun. Yeah, for sure. I like it a lot. I also realize how stupid it is at parts, oh, but yeah. in good ways. But I'm giving it a six uh, directors to direct this movie. Okay, I get that. Just a little bit above me. Well, you also have seen this movie a bunch more than I have. Yeah, definitely. Like, I watching this the very first time and then immediately going to record it, I was like, I wish I watched this again. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's one I'll pop on every few years. I know there are so many moments that I thought of in the movie that I completely forgot about that were definitely worth mentioning. Because there's oh, it yeah. happens so often. But if we mentioned everything, this would be a three-hour episode. Yeah, I, I skipped over a lot too, but just to get through it. Yeah. Well, that's all I think I got on Van Helsing. Well, we hope that you're enjoying your Halloween. We hope that... Go get a Reese's tonight. You know your gas station, whatever you have, Sheets, Wawa, whatever other gas stations exist outside of Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know you have Reese's pumpkins out there, and they're not around throughout the rest of the year. So go get yourself a Reese's pumpkin. Oh, is that a deal? Two for a buck fifty? Get two. And we hope yeah, that Van Helsing it. has left your brain throbbing with horror. Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, you can also support the show by going onto our Tee Public site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on. <laughs>